It's the Feckin' Check-In Show. Welcome to the Feckin' Check-In Show. It's the Feckin' Check-In Show. Welcome to the Feckin' Check-In Show. It's the Feckin' Check-In Show. Feckin' Check-In, Feckin' Check-In Show. It's the Feckin' Check-In Show. Welcome to the Feckin' Check-In Show. Show. Okay, um, hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Feckin' Check-In. My name is Trainer. with me as always is my co-host Toomey. How are you doing this, I don't know, October, Toomey? October the 14th, 2021, and uh, I'm not sure if we, we, we do the dates. We haven't done this in three months. We've had a bit of a hiatus. We did have a, a huge hiatus, yeah, um, but... Um, I felt that the effects were building up in me anyway, and uh, we were due to do one of these. It seems relevant again to me, even though for a while, I think both of us had lost our passion for this. Well, sometimes uh, you just need a break, I think, from things, and then to re-energize yourself. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Wasn't too, too, too long ago we were doing that special. I know. <laughs> Was not commented on by any anyone. <laughs> Disappeared like a fart in the wind. Yeah. But uh, I've listened back to that special a few times. It's very enjoyable to listen to. Oh, for my good. for myself anyway. I only listened to it the once now, but um, and it took me a long time to get up, get to the, to get to that position where I was comfortable listening to it. So we did so much shit on it that I. Uh, do you know when you do so much stuff on a podcast, you're like nearly embarrassed about it? Like, yeah. I really let myself go on this. And then you're like, fuck, I, I don't think I can ever bring myself to listen to that. But you just need some distance from it and then you can enjoy it. I think. Yeah, you realize you don't feel that way about yourself. You're not as bad as you thought you were. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> and how are things with you? Oh, very good, yeah. Um, I just finished uh, launching Feckin' Metal there as its own podcast. So that's something I've been, I've been thinking about doing for a long time and then i purchased the second channel on podbean a while back and yes. i was like oh i and i emailed them was like is there any way i can just transfer these episodes and the data and everything to this new channel and they took a few days to get back to me there's like there's no such function available i was like fuck it anyway so i had to manually go and upload all of them manually put in the episode descriptions blah de blah um put in the artwork and everything so it was like launching it again from scratch and then i had to i've just finished the ball breakingly arduous process of submitting it to apple podcasts which is just awful because it doesn't work yeah <laughs> you have to attack it with two different devices you have to do some of it on your computer some of it on your phone it keeps telling you to click agree on the terms and conditions there's no agree button there um it tells you to submit a payment method you do it doesn't change anything it tells you your account isn't hasn't been validated it has been uh so i ended up going through the phone downloading the apple downloading itunes downloading the apple music app for my android phone and trying to inst uh, register as well through the apple website and a combination of all of those i managed to get it to work and it's published so i'm fucking delighted it's a long arduous complex struggle yes <laughs> to uh to change channels on a podcast did, did you uh have to pay extra for that i can't remember yeah it's the same same price again so we pay 108 dollars a year for that 
so it's another 108 um but our year runs up in march so they only charged me for the um, period between october and march so part of a year and then it'll renew itself again in march oh i see okay yeah so yeah yeah it's a price you have to pay uh the same price again in fairness it's quite cheap compared to some other platforms for what you get unlimited audio um and and a channel dedicated um for an extra 180 year it seemed quite cheap in comparison because hmm. uh, other ones like Acast are an extra 25 a month um so it's a interesting step up. yeah um yeah and that will that that's kind of a big thing for the feckin metal because it allows i guess feckin metal to be searchable within uh heavy metal searches that's that it sense? yeah i could categorize it as music i can point yes. at it point people towards it now and they don't kind of go well, what's this one about flies or pigs or <laughs> yeah. pigs flying or something yeah. <laughs> flies is in the future hasn't happened yet um so as we've discussed ad nauseum the problem with the feckin check-in network in general was that so much of it was unsearchable even when we branched off into specific topics yeah uh, because of the way it was already categorized within yeah. spotify and other platforms it, That's was, it. it still wouldn't come up if you searched for it yes ad infinitum i think we talked about it uh, correct <laughs> but uh yeah so i did a little job on the artwork i just did a spray painted the feck part of feck in green just to distinguish it because it's going to be yes. on two feeds at the same time for a while until people have realized what's happened and then i'm going to remove them unpublish them from the feck and check in podcast network because that would be too confusing then having it in two places at the same time so yeah and other than that i'm going away to edinburgh this weekend i've been looking forward to it for a long time and i wanted to have all this shite out of the way before i went away and i was never happier than when apple just gave me a notification saying it's been published i was just like come on come on boy <laughs> yeah so great stuff great stuff and you how have you been uh yeah good uh i am also going away which believe mm. um, well, you do believe because I think I've told you already. I do. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm in, in possession of this information. Yes. Previously, uh, myself and my wife are going away to Italy for a week. So, mm. uh, yeah, we're going uh, tomorrow. So um, we're going to uh, Positano, which is the south of Italy. Very good. All right. All right. Deadly. And anything else? That you want to share with the listener that I probably already know. Um, I don't think I have anything else to share with the listener. I'm playing football uh, every week in UCD with older men, <laughs> and that's always interesting, and I enjoy that. And we take it way too seriously. Yeah. And uh, but you you get into this zone where you take it way too seriously and you pretend that it matters, but it's also great fun, and are you feel pride and all these other emotions. <laughs> How much older are we talking here? Like what what age category? Uh, they would be, most of them would be 40s and 50s. Right. But they're fit 40 and 50s. I play another match uh, on a Monday night with unfit uh, 40s and 50s and 60s. And so you play a ho- with a host of older men different nights I, a week. I, I do. And I feel, it makes you feel young. Yeah. Do, and I've also played on occasion with younger men. And I would just advise anyone in their mid-30s ne- never to do that. Because... <laughs> It just reminds you of all the things you can no longer do that you're in denial about. Um, that you're like old and creaky and... Yeah, you, well, you just can't turn the same way and you can't, like, you don't have that spark anymore. Yeah. Like, and you, you know in your head what you want to do, but you just can't do it. Right. It's, it's like uh, going, thinking about going out for a night out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Um, 
Interesting. All right. So you're playing football twice a week. Indeed. Indeed, wow. I am. But trainer. Yes. This is the feckin' check-in. This is the podcast about funny observations, entertainment, culture, and kernels of truth. And for the first time in three months, trainer, will you lead us out on your funny observation of the last three months? <laughs> um, I've really missed that, I must say. That was nice to hear. Gave me the... Uh... Gave me the nostalgia of the old days of the feckin' chicken. I was practicing it in the car on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to do it straightforward, F-E-C-K, uh, and the funny observation of the last three months, Jesus, this uh, <laughs> is heavily weighted now, um, is that as a result of coronavirus, the handshake is no more. Um, it's gone. Right. Uh, it might, may not be gone forever, but it's gone at the moment. And it leads to all sorts of awkward social interactions, which I think are, are actually quite funny. <laughs> um, for example, it was my parents' 50th wedding anniversary recently, and we all went out for a meal, and it was very nice. And I saw my uncle that I hadn't seen in ages, and he's not in the best of health. And the first thing he did was put out his hand to shake my hand. <laughs> so, like, rather than not doing it, you immediately you just do shake. And then everyone's apologizing. They're like, oh, Jesus Christ, we probably shouldn't be doing this. Fucking hell. It's the one thing you're not supposed to do. <laughs> and... Um, that's happened to me recently a couple of times. Then I was on a night out uh, with work people again, first one in ages, and again, accidentally shook people's hands. But most of the time, I remember, and other people remember, to do some form of fist bump, elbow tap, or awkward um, fucking standoff <laughs> where you don't, don't do anything. And it reminded me of um, on a previous episode of this where you were talking about alpha male type of men who use the handshake almost as like a symbol of their power over you and they give you this big heavy hard handshake and lean into you and it's all about the strength of it and i was thinking what are those poor bastards doing nowadays <laughs> there was a lot of thought as well wasn't there that that went into handshakes you had the alpha male handshake and then you had the limp handshake or the mm. fish handshake as the fish. Referred to. Yeah. yeah and then you had to get something in the middle and you had people who kind of like touched your hand around the outside and oh yeah like, touched the, the bone the clasp have you ever had that one on the receiving yeah. end of that one jesus that's yeah. horrendous and then you have like different cultures where it's like it's a handshake but it's it's that sort of uh, i don't know what you call it it's like a high five uh hybrid with the handshake yeah. as well um which I, I was always confused about. Uh, yeah, but there's a whole culture, there's a whole like, uh, there's a whole social anxiety around handshakes, and maybe that's one interesting thing. Going back to the alpha male point, there's no space for uh, the less or the more submissive people in handshakes. There's there isn't a space anymore for them to be shamed by the alpha males. Exactly. Yeah, because you can't do a hard fist bump or a hard elbow tap because then you're just mental. Like it, <laughs> it would just be assault. Um, whereas the hands, handshake was like a safe place for those people to assault you and get away with it. To assert their dominance yeah. and look you in the eye. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it was all about uh, machismo and all that type of stuff. But um, I also know someone, and so do you, who... who um, had an issue with sweaty hands and ended up getting surgery due to being um <laughs> being Shout out to him being yeah, or her being oh, yes. so self-conscious about having sweaty well, hands then. and it was a huge thing in his or her life at the time he or she felt it <laughs> sorry when he missed could you could go on like that forever um yeah. but yeah um it was it was a huge issue and like had that have happened nowadays it probably wouldn't but you wonder will it come back and i don't know um, i wonder it's... myself 
It's a thing I've shared as well about having sweaty hands. I, I for some reason in my teenage years I had very sweaty hands, um, but not so much anymore. But uh, I can imagine it being a, a source of embarrassment. I wouldn't mm. have gotten an operation, but that's to each their own. Mm. And he obviously felt that it was so distressing that he had to get an operation, which shows how uh, goes back to that thing with social anxiety and how that can be linked to uh, to handshakes as well. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's only one other point I have to mind about the handshakes as well, and that's the germs. I think it's much more hygienic not to shake hands, obviously. But yes. that's why we're doing it. Sorry. That's, that's what I was going re- uh, to kind of wrap it up with, is that um, I wonder if it will disappear forever now, because there is a lot more consciousness about germs, and people are more self-conscious in general. Like, all the vaccinated people are still using the hand sanitizers, all that type of stuff. I am as well. Um, mm. And it's... Um, it's like I wonder is it gone now forever and it will be a relic of the past like Jesus remember when we used to touch each other the minute we saw each other Mm. Uh, like a like a bunch of weirdos I always wonder like when I'm watching old television programs and I've said this before or reeling in the ears or something and you look and you go Jesus Christ I can't believe we did xyz in I don't know 1961 or something and um maybe the handshake will be one of those things now in in 30 years time will we be looking back on Jesus remember when we actually used to shake each other's hands how idiots like yeah shaking people's hands at mass yeah yeah 20 people yeah at mass filthy people probably yes (laughs) And also, they're taking bread out of a, of a priest's hand and eating it. <laughs> <laughs> How are they dealing with that one in mass actually at the moment? Uh, with the communion, what are they doing? With, are they wearing gloves or? They must be wearing gloves. I don't know actually is the answer. How do they do it at your wedding? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. But it, it would have had to be given out, wouldn't it? Yeah. So they must have been wearing gloves and and. Be put being put into our hands <laughs> which, which reminds me of the people who used to stick their tongue out for the the holy bread to be put on their yeah, tongue those people are always creeps yeah, creeps absolute creeps um creeps. yeah okay right there we go handshakes funny observation of the last three months um let us know are you do you miss handshakes do you did you enjoy them are you glad to never have to do them are you a wet fish you can tell us uh tell us at at and check in on twitter Maybe some people might interact with us this time. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> feckandcheckin at gmail.com or the Feckin Podcast Network on Facebook. Um, I'm actually on there now a lot more than I used to be. So if you have any, you can you can even DM us on, on the Feckin Checking thing. Or, or the Feckin Metal one. Like or Metal. Like there's, more want, of a, yeah. there's more of a interactions going on that. And some people who watch the Feckin Metal, don't watch it, but listen to it. Yeah. Uh, also listen to this as well. Yeah, so. you can get me on any of those as well, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's a funny observation done. Uh, now we're moving on to E for entertainment. So, um, we've done this thing, which we've done before, which we've kind of commandeered the E to fit it around our own personal lives and talk about ourselves. Um, and we have a backup E in case this one uh, falls off a cliff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> This is... Um, the time when we would talk about stuff in entertainment that we found interesting, etc., etc., etc. But we ourselves, you know, have been doing podcasts for two and a half years now, and um, this is the longest break we've ever taken. As a well, actually, it's not. We took a break between different ones. Actually, but let's say in the middle of a podcast, this is the longest break we've ever taken. It's nearly three and a half months, and um, <laughs> we we found through like podcasts are like. Um, 
something that we love. They're obviously a form of entertainment, so that's how we're shoehorning it in here. But there's something that we loved, um, certainly, initially when we started, and we did various different ones, and we tried different ones. But <laughs> We're not doing this again, are we? Yeah, we are, the are we? Whole story. Shit, bollocks. Yeah, we are. <laughs> no, go on. Go on. Let's All right, do it no, I, was, I was trying to be concise there. But anyway, <laughs> as it transpired over the last while, you kind of lost your passion a bit for doing podcasts. So you tried affecting football, you tried affecting animals, and... And I've kind of gone off in a different direction with feckin' metal, but we found that um, now because we're not doing the feckin' checking as much or as frequently anymore, we're not really talking to each other as much, which is, I don't know, it's it's something. <laughs> well, it's it's notable, isn't it? It is notable, yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, or if it's t- or it's like a shame or anything like that. I think it's just like the reality. That, and if I go to um, I'll go back to our other friends, and I, I definitely think we've discussed this before. We have, yeah, um, but I'm sure it's ages. People won't remember. Yeah, I can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> but if we go back to our other group, people in our group of friends, um, I see them even less. I would say you probably see them on average three times a year. Would that be? I was going to say maybe quarterly, yeah. Um, well, a lot yeah. of that's to do with lockdown and stuff as well, I think. But, um, hmm. but yeah, it speaks volumes that we're organizing our Christmas drinks in October. Um, because and that might be the next time someone will see each other, yeah. Which, which is funny, um, yeah. But yeah, so I actually mentioned this to you a few weeks ago, and I was like, L- "Listen, we're not talking to each other at all, not in a bad way. Like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> family members kind of having a feud or anything." But <laughs> I was like, "I haven't really spoken to you in ages. Do you want to do a games night um, or something or meet up?" Uh, was actually the original thing, and then you and Liz came over and we had a games night, and it was brilliant. But um, I mean, you can't do that every week, obviously, either, or else you'd, you'd take the fun out of it. But we just created an excuse to just meet up but it's funny because when we we're doing the feck and check in weekly or even monthly we were talking to each other all the time or quite regularly and now it's kind of because it's not there it's gone um, it was not... funny um i think the point i was uh when i suggested this point is that like it was so easy to see each other all the time because we had a shared interest like that yeah so even though like when you think about it it was roughly two hours a week because by the time you like you book out two hours a week of your your schedule and um and that was every week for about 50 weeks in a row yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's that's a big commitment but it was actually really easy to slot in because it was a regular shared interest that we were both enjoying whereas if you do if you're trying to plan things if you were planning to see a friend every week for 50 like it just wouldn't happen for yeah. like seeing them weekly basis like that it's true um mm-hmm. and it's it, i find it really hard to plan anything with, with anybody yeah um it seems like such a chore mm. to to just even think about planning things sometimes. Do, you, do you know one thing you can do actually that i found um this, and this is relevant and this is entertainment it's just schedule zoom calls with people for no reason and uh it's yeah. there doesn't need to be one and it's like as um a friend of mine now who does the Maiden A to Z podcast, I've had several Zoom calls with him recently, sometimes for podcasts, sometimes just for social stuff. Um, he said, it's like being in the pub, but you're at home. Where you can have a drink. Everyone can see everyone. Um, and you, Or you don't have to have a drink even, but you can have a drink. Everyone can see everyone, but everyone's in the comfort of their own home. It's basically free, more or less, except for anything you might want to eat or drink yourself. And um, it's a social occasion. And you could realistically do that for two hours a week, every week, uh, or even every couple of weeks with someone. Um, and I think the only thing, the only hurdle in the way of that is actually doing it, actually organizing it. Because uh, in my experience, 
people will say yes to that. People like doing it. And there was this mm. whole thing like, oh, not another Zoom quiz. <laughs> um, a while back. Uh, and maybe quizzes aren't the answer, even though I always enjoyed any of the ones I did, personally. But um, yeah, you can just have a fucking conversation. It doesn't need to be anything. We used to do them as a group, obviously. But you can do it with one-on-one, three people, five people. Like, there's so many options. Yeah, and, and similar to that is like online gaming. You can do that for a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, like quite regularly as well. Uh, I think it like if there was something like regularly booked for me, that would be much easier. Like if it was like every second Wednesday. Mm. Like be, I think it's just the act of, of being like, okay, uh, it would be nice to see Trainer, for example. Um, okay, I'm going to look at my diary. Oh, on Friday, I'm doing this family thing and I'll mm. be tired on Saturday. Mm. Um, I need to recover on Saturday. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. on Sunday, I'm going for a big long run. And then I have this big meeting on work on Monday. Yeah, so yeah. I won't meet him that weekend. <laughs> I won't meet him the, the 72 hours available <laughs> on yes, Friday, exactly. Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, those 72 hours are done now because I have three activities, one of which is tiredness from a previous thing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's like I, that, but, but it's for me. It's like that with all social people. But it's so much easier to just book in a fucking window to have a chat with someone. Yeah, uh, maybe let's do that. Maybe let's have a, a bi-weekly thing, and then the bi-weekly thing is going to be in your calendar, and yeah. all the other shit has to be organised around that. That's what I love. That's the beauty of calendars on your phone, which I use. Just a bog, sta- bog standard Android calendar. Yeah, brand. and it's in there, and it's just you, you're just going to stick to it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's what I do on Wednesdays, for example, or yeah. whatever day it is. When we were originally doing the feckin' check-in at 12 midday on a Saturday, a year uh, a year or so ago, uh, I had a recurring meeting thing in my phone just saying feckin' check-in. But it was like I always looked at my calendar and I always realized, regardless of what I'm doing on Friday or Sunday, that's happening on Saturday. And it pretty much did for the most part. We did change it up a bit, but for a long period of time, that's what we did. Yeah, it worked really well. And I think it it wouldn't work as well on a Saturday, just the timing of it. But I think it could work well on another day, like a, a Thursday evening, for example, just because Saturdays become much more like when we were doing that, it was mostly during the lockdown, I think. Mm. I think Saturdays are much more pressured with other kind of commitments and stuff. Yes. In general, like trips away and things of that of that nature. That's the sound of a bottle of beer opening. Mm-hmm. Very good. I can. So I'm on my holidays. Yes, you got you. And uh, so, what was I going to say? I was going to say that we could maybe just go back to doing the podcast and maybe do that every two weeks. And maybe that's just an easy way to do it. That's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's it give it worked. a go. I think let's give it a go. Uh, I miss it. I really miss it. And I, I, I have fleeting thoughts every so often of like, um, that would make a good feck and check in, you know, a feck as we call them. But mm. I don't remember them and I, don't, and I don't often write them down because of the infrequency with which we do, we do this. Whereas when it was mm. weekly, even monthly, I was writing them down. And then what happened then towards the end, to the tail end of the monthly uh, um, time period was that uh, on the 29th day or the 30th day or something I'd kind of scramble a few together and so would you and that's kind of why we stopped because it was just like we were doing it for the sake of it but when it's more frequent and more regular you do think of things and you're like that would actually be a, a good point to, to chat about also I like f- talking about stuff that's not related to music and yeah. <laughs> when you're doing a music podcast I actually was again chatting to somebody about this recently I, sometimes I enjoy the tangents more 
um, because it gives you a glimpse of somebody's personality. And uh, it's those parts are, are few and far between, though, because it's mainly to do with music. And there's only a certain amount of space allowable for tangents and non-music related chat. And then you have to go back to uh, what you're talking about, which is whatever it is. So I do enjoy the platform to be able to talk about anything at all. And at times that became a hindrance almost because it was too open. But mm. I think the, the break and the shifting of, of stuff around might give it the kick up the arse it needs. Yeah, and I think we found that once a week was a, a bit too draining and a bit too much pressure for the feckin' check-in because of the creativity involved in coming up with four, I guess it's only four topics, but it's just to con- like constantly doing that every week, you, you run out of material. Well, yeah. if we had, if we put in more effort, we, we could, but realistically, we both have full-time jobs. But maybe somewhere like two every two weeks or every three weeks, I could see that certainly. I, I think two, two weeks might be a good starting point. Yeah. Okay, will we announce it? Is this happening? Yes. This is happening every two weeks. Every two weeks. What's a good day to do it then? I think uh, probably an inoffensive day. Like, <laughs> this time, we're recording this at 5 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. And that's a really inoffensive time. That That's not going to like offend anyone. That, I'm not offended by it. It's a nice soft time. 5 yeah. p.m. on a Thursday, the day before Friday. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. Fanny's your aunt and Bob's your uncle. Bob is indeed your uncle. Um, right, okay, that's that sorted. Okay, and the other bonus E I had was box set guilt. Um, I, uh, oh, yeah. I think I may have talked about this before, and this is the problem with leaving such a long gap in between. Um, I think facts. you have, actually. Box set guilt, did I? Yeah, I just wrote it down. I'll, I'll briefly go Why through. don't you summarize it in two, three sentences as a challenge? What I was going to say was that um, I started watching a thing recently with Elaine called How to Get Away with Murder, and... Um, it's brilliant. It's really good, especially the first season. And the second and third are, are quite decent. But there's six seasons of it, and they all have 15 episodes. And when you start a TV show nowadays, you have to actually, you basically have to complete it. Um, and there are very few exceptions, unless it's shit. But then also, what was on at the same time was um, uh, Kin. <clears throat> excuse me, Kin, which is the new Irish thing that everyone's watching. And have you watched Kin? Yes, I have. Okay, but like. It was kind of hard to squeeze it in because we were like, I don't want to start another season of a new show in the middle of a season of another show. Um, for, for some reason, that seems like a huge social faux pas these days. So we like <laughs> rushed through the last few episodes of season two of of How to Get Away with Murder so we could watch Kin. And now we're on season three, but it still feels weird because we're going to watch the fourth episode of Kin tonight or fifth, I can't remember what it is, while also still in the middle of a season of the other thing. And uh, I know years ago people just used to watch whatever the fuck was on telly, but now to me it seems so weird. It's like you're cheating on your box set with another series <laughs> and you feel like you're going to get confused with the characters and confused with the storylines. And you probably won't because you're capable of knowing two different things at once as a human man. But um, it's, uh, it's just... It's such a weird concern, and I don't know if other people have felt that as well, but <laughs> I, I certainly do. <laughs> I can relate to that because I think it's like taking on a relationship when you take on a box box set or a series that you get into, and yeah. you just you feel like you have to like see it through to the end. Yeah, it becomes a chore, and you don't want to break up with that series. Like that's it, and you would feel terrible if you did. Like you, you would feel. I, I, I felt felt a bit bad about Ozark, but I, I just wasn't enjoying it that much. And uh, I just stopped watching it. But it, it's very rare that I would do that. And I kind of still see it coming up in my continue watching thing. And I'm like, fuck off. Mm. <laughs> I'm not, it's not happening. It's not you. It's yeah. me. Um, me and Liz, um, 
sometimes avoid starting new series just for the the commitment of it. So well, we then start, are they just things watching game shows? Okay, yeah, I quite enjoy game shows. Like, what are we? Because they're, kind they're of a one-off type of thing. We're watching yeah. this new one called Beat the Chasers, and it's not that oh, the yeah. game or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but it's just that there's no commitment. Yeah, you just watch it, and mm. you're there for the one episode, and there's no like you don't have to take on another that's whole it. set of characters into your life. And like uh, during, during October, I always get tempted to watch horror films because I quite like the changing of the seasons and it getting dark and I quite like horror films. So I've watched a few with Elaine now as well, but we were fitting them in in between seasons of How to Get Away with Murder. And um, like we probably will watch another couple, but again, it's just like the film is zero commitment. So it's like, this is two hours and I don't owe you anything after that. And that's great. And it, it, there's a huge sense of freedom to it as well. You're just like, I can watch this self-contained film now. I'm not committing myself to 90 hours of television. Um, and it's, yeah. it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the bonus one wasn't too bad there. Um, yeah, it was interesting. All right, so we, we moving on. We keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Okay, so my C uh, this time around for October 2021 um, is C is for culture, of course. Um, this is about loud people. Um, and again, I've probably mentioned this, but maybe not as a, an entire topic. I live in an apartment complex and um, the apartments are designed in a square of blocks and in between the square is a communal courtyard. And um, I have neighbors who have a ground floor apartment and it's a definitely a couple and there seems to be one additional female person as a male and female and an, an extra female <clears throat> and the male of the couple goes outside because they have a little porchy thing they don't have a balcony they have a little porch because they're on the ground floor and he takes all of his phone calls outside and on loudspeaker all the time uh, yes you've told me about this fellow before he also goes out and sneezes for sometimes 15 minutes i don't know if he <laughs> That's yeah. I've never heard of that one. I don't know if he has a medical condition or what, but if he starts sneezing, it's like it's a really loud. It's like a um, you know, echoes around the whole fucking thing. And then he gets into argumentative conversations with the people on the end of these phone calls as well. Sorry, and very very loud argumentative conversations with his partner as well and it's all outside an unusual sneeze can i just jump in there his this, yeah. the imitation of his sneeze was kind of unusual mm. it wasn't like at you it was oh, tuh, tuh, tuh. it's like there's just like three parts to it it's like it starts it's like a, it was a kind of a screenplay um there's <laughs> there's three acts there's the premise <laughs> which is the sneeze <clears throat> but then it's it, like in the final act it, it's very echoey because of all the courtyard but the whole thing basically is that he does all of his stuff outside he has his conversations outside on the telephone he has the phone on loudspeaker he has arguments with his partner outside i don't mind the sneezing thing i just thought, kind of thought that was funny really but um won't like I, I don't understand why anyone ever has a phone conversation on loudspeaker i find it infuriating and i don't know why people do it Um, you see people walking down the street maybe so as not to have it up to their ear but like the idea that you're playing your phone call for everybody who within earshot it's so completely foreign to me i just can't understand it yeah the only thing i can think of is that these people don't care that they are loud like that and they're not bothered by other people being like that 
Mm. And uh, the other the other variant on that is people walking around with the headphones and you don't hear the other person on the other side of the call, but they're talking away. And yeah. you know that shock when they're walking behind you and you think they're talking to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they're so, it's obnoxious is what it is. <laughs> well, this is fucking really annoying. Anyway, to make things funnier, just before we started recording this today, I was over in the, the local centre and um, I bumped into a neighbour who is a mutual friend with uh, Paul Cleary, who was on our podcast, uh, this, one of the hosts of Silver Screamers, you might remember. Ah, yes, good old Paul. And he goes, uh, this, this guy's name is David, and he said to me, um, did Paul Cleary message you recently and say, I hear you're a racist now, Fergal? And I was like, no. <laughs> Why would he do that? And he was like, oh, no, it's just I asked him to, if the next time he might have been talking to you to say that to you. And I was like, all right, why? He's like, oh, because I heard you arguing at the window with one of my neighbors. I was like, ah, because he lives in the same apartment complex as me, this guy. <laughs> and I was like, you heard that? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, don't worry. I've had absolute murder with him for months. I was like, all right, OK. <laughs> but the first thing they so so like after 11 p.m. one night, I shouted down and I was like, hello, could you please be a bit quieter? And he's like, huh? I was like, would you mind being a bit quieter, please? It's after 11 o'clock. And the first thing he goes to me, he goes, you are fucking a racist. And I was like, no, I'm not a racist or a racist. Um, I I don't care where you're from. I just want you to be quiet. You're having a phone call. I was like, do you have to have all of your phone calls on loudspeaker? He's like, oh, we are not singing. We are not uh, drinking. We are just blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, but it's 11 o'clock at night and you're having a phone call outside on loudspeaker. This is me shouting from the window. And he's like, and he says something like, oh, go back to fucking Pakistan, is it? I was like, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say anything of the sort, in fact. Um, but he just started playing the race card immediately. Uh, and they don't sound like they're from Pakistan or anything close to it. So I don't know why he said that. But uh, I don't give a fuck where they're from. I don't care to know. I just want them to shut the fuck up. And um, this funny because your man, David, heard all of this. And he was like, uh, basically has had the same thing. But <clears throat> on the night in question, when all of this was kicking off, um, there's a security office within the apartment complex. And someone else had called the security um, guy to go over and talk to these people because they're being so loud. And uh, he's like, oh, you fucking make a complaint. You made a complaint. I was like, actually, I didn't make a complaint. <laughs> Somebody else must have. And it turned out it was this guy, David, who's friends with Paul. Ah, anyway. So all of that was like, I was. I just thought it was such a coincidence that somebody else had complained about him. And while I was in mid-argument with him, the security guy had come over and the security guard called the police as well. <clears throat> it escalated very quickly. Wow. But um, anyway, I just... Loud, I don't know. It, as I get older as well, I just find loudness is, is, is really annoying. And it, like in any format, it's just like, just shut the fuck up. Keep to yourself. Keep quiet. Why can't people do that? Yeah, I, I, I completely identify with that. And there's there's a lot of it goes on in work. If, if you've returned to the office, I'm not sure if you have, haven't. Have you? Not, no, you haven't. not since March 2020. You notice just people talking in the corridors and stuff. And um, my job requires one to one interviews that are quite private and people will be out in the corridor like chatting away and stuff and yeah it's just kind of an ignorance of where their voice is, is traveling around i think it's, it's interesting with loudness i i don't like loud music do you do you, does that bother you as much loud music or is it more loud people uh it depends what you mean stuff. by loud music like a like style in a bar or, or a oh club. no no i don't like loud music in bars at all <laughs> i'm an old fuck i admit that but you, but you go to like heavy metal bars so i, I wasn't sure yeah. if it bothered you as do you a, know what there, there's still a certain volume though which is um like optimum where you can still not necessarily hold a conversation it depends on the venue i suppose but like for example you know we used to go up to the graduate on christmas eve a local pub to us um 
and they would have the music blaring really, really loud. And yeah. I used to hate that. And it was the only night of the year I went there, and it was the maybe one night of the year you were seeing some people who'd be home from abroad, and they'd blare the music really fucking loud. And like the graduate is not, excuse me, a heavy metal bar or anything of the sort, but they'd be just blaring pop music. But they'd be blaring it so loud that it was at a volume where you couldn't uphold the conversation without shouting at people. And I, I really dislike that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, was it a kind of a general aversion to loudness? I think I have a general aversion to to loud noises. Mm. Um, and I can't concentrate on conversations. I, I just I feel really uncomfortable in bars and pubs that that are too loud. Yeah, I, I've started noticing recently as well. If somebody beside me on the bus or something is having a really loud conversation, but I'd be with Elaine or something, I can't concentrate on what she's saying. I like <laughs> it's almost like I have to eavesdrop, but it's not by choice. It's like it's like I was going to use a word there, which I won't. But like it's involuntary <laughs> um, eavesdropping because. Uh, they're so, they're, the thing is so loud, I'm like, I can't possibly concentrate on anything else other than what they're saying because they've just hogged all of the fucking airtime for themselves yes. and their loud conversation. Yeah, and it's exactly the same when you hear people on the phone. You can't, like, just block that out. You just you have to follow the conversation and you're only getting half of it. Mm. That's really annoying. Yeah. So loud people are really annoying and then secondary to that, loudness in general is annoying. <laughs> loud bangers, even. The fireworks. It doesn't bother me too much now. Uh, fireworks. I did hear a few going off there recently, but um. Uh, okay. All right. So that's probably enough complaining, like an eight-year-old uh, on that. Um, unless you have anything more to add. No, nothing further to add, to add, Your Honor. So this is more of a positive note that we're going to finish on. Um, this is the K for the kernel of truth. And uh, this is somebody called Eric Alper who posts on Twitter. I found out recently that he's actually a bot. Um, so it's like a bot account that just has scheduled posts to go up every day at particular intervals and stuff. But most of it is quite positive And, um, uh, you know, it's it's I don't mind following it because um, it I enjoy the four seconds I spend reading the tweet. But <clears throat> one of them was... Recently, you've survived all of your worst days so far. Now, that makes the assumption that you're alive while you're reading this, but I am, uh, and so are you. So um, I actually found that quite uplifting when I read it because it's similar to other things we might have said for a kernel of truth in the past, but it's also worded differently enough that it makes you think that uh, whatever the hell you're going through, uh, you've probably survived worse or equal, and you're still here today. What do you think about that type of stuff? Do you think it's meaningful or shite? I think I think that I think that one particular particular is a good. I, I could say that's shite. No, no, that, that's really good. Um, and I think sometimes with those ones, it's it can, it can be quite individual. Like so, for a certain person in a, a certain emotional state, one of those can really resonate with you, and that's the kind of the power of it. Yeah, it's so, sometimes if other people hear it, they don't quite get it. So. Mm. So I think it's a good saying, but I probably I'm getting that I'm I'm sort of guessing that I'm not I don't have this it doesn't resonate with me the same way as it does with you. Yeah, I suppose it's related to um some bad days I had <laughs> not the not too distant past. But uh it's uh it's uplifting in the fact that it focuses on 
the idea that there will be a time when this won't be happening to you anymore, or it certainly won't be as bad as it was. And uh, I, I yeah. just it clicked with me or resonated with me quite strongly. A, yeah, it's a really good message that like that any like what you're feeling now will pass, and you've you've had worse days than what you're going through now. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I yeah, it's great. It is positive. That's it. <laughs> that's the problem with the kernels of truth sometimes. Probably it's not the most a, meaty kernel. Li- literal kernel. And that's it. A kernel, yeah, that's it. Um, all right, Sherlock. Sherlock, sure, sure, uh, we've been going for 40 minutes. There's no need to go any longer, really. I think that was. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's refreshing just to have a, a short kernel, isn't it? Nice and succinct. So that's going to do it Five for this. kernel in the army. Uh, you couldn't resist. That's going to do it for this episode of the Feckin' Check In. So I don't have a song of the month or a song of the episode chosen do you have anything you'd like to play us out with out with uh, i'd like to play us out on a uh, favorite rapper of w- one of my favorite rappers excuse me uh naz uh, what, I, the reason i picked him is because he's come out with a new album recently last year he released an album called king's disease and that was he won he won a grammy for that for best rap album and it's just that he's producing probably the finest music of his career and he's 47 now so he had an album last year which won the the grammy and this year just the last couple of months he's released an even better album in my opinion it's it's much better than the last one so he's produced two of the best albums of his entire career he started in the early 1990s um and i think it's amazing that that certain musicians can do that like later in their career they can actually uh, get to their peak almost i think this is best music actually he's he's made um, which is amazing as a long-term fan to see. Have you ever experienced that in uh, you, you, the people you follow? <laughs> the people I follow. Um, well, yeah. I mean, like, I just, I mean, it's probably a probably terribly generic question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, like Iron Maiden, they're still releasing great music, and people are probably sick of hearing that from me. But it's true. Well, at least in my opinion. Uh, for example, their new album is excellent, and it has some songs on it which are as good as anything they've released in 20 years or 21 years in my opinion and and in many other people's opinions as well but it's almost expected from iron maiden i think because they've always had that level of quality uh thinking of other people i would say uh uh leonard cohen released some really good music before he died um his singing voice was reduced more to a whisper by that point but the delivery and the lyrics are fantastic and um the last ever tom waits album which was about 10 years ago was also excellent or maybe nine years ago um and he would have been in his 60s at the time as well so yeah uh, it, it, it's I, I find it very heartening when people are still able to do it even though they've had a, a career of like 40 or 50 years um but then you've got yeah. other people like neil young who i love who really doesn't be able like it doesn't be able isn't able to deliver the goods anymore and he keeps releasing albums and they're not very good um but then he releases all loads of archival stuff which is brilliant and you're kind of going how can you release that and then release the other thing you just recorded you must know the other thing is is shit <laughs> but, um, <laughs> take the focus off it but maybe he doesn't yeah uh, yeah, well, it's, okay. the other thing I just want to say about Naz is he's teamed up with this producer called Hit Boy, and they've both of them have worked together on the last two albums that I've mentioned. So there's a chemistry between the two of them, which is just just flows out literally in his flows, <laughs> shall we say. And uh, the song I've chosen is just a song called Brunch on Sundays. It's a song about brunch on Sundays, which Very a 47 good. year old man has, has written about. And it's excellent. 
Okay, brilliant. We're going to play out on brunch on Sundays. That's going to do it for this episode of the Feckin' Check-In. I've been Trainer, uh, and he has been Toomey. Any final words for the listener, Toomey? Feck off. Bottomless Bellini's afternoon sun. Girls twerking on the tables, they just having fun. Leave them girls alone, you the owner, what you want? Buckets of Don P, how many you want? My nigga, he brought his son, got his dad's face. We ordered crab cakes, table with mad plates. R&B playlist, I'm in blast space. She told me about her last date, I had to laugh in her face. Yo, that's brunch on Sundays. Bring the hookah to the table, she gon' smoke it till her lungs ache. That's brunch on Sundays. Posting pictures on a gram, hashtagging Sunday fun day. Going chocolate city, DC girl sadiddy. Valley Park the Wraith, here's a hundred fifty. Fitted master linen, linen master tennis. Net worth master image. Shorty was an AKA, best friend was a Delta. Bringing up her student loans, I told her that I felt her. Flyish women on the yard, now they work for Delta. New Chanel slides, slip them off like Cinderella. That's brunch on Sundays. Mad blunts, real runts, girls trying to act up. Gotta keep it classy, this ain't time to act tough. Out of eye when we toast, we don't need no bad luck. That's brunch on Sundays. Bring the hookah to the table, she gon' smoke it.